you sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and day will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn to proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in again. This is episode number 36 of the Launch Into Freedom podcast, the show for health and wellness coaches who want to create attention for their business and lasting freedom in the process. My name is Michael Hoffman, and today I want to talk about something that, quite frankly, I'm not doing enough in my business or with my team, and that is meetings. I know this is a topic that a lot of people dread, but I'm not going to talk about just any meetings. Today, I want to chat about what I call see what sticks meetings or brainstorm sessions. I think they can be super valuable for any kind of business, no matter if you're an agency or a coach or an expert or you run a brick and mortar business um, or for any kind of project or activity in your business. So I'm not just talking about brainstorming about social media content or what your next YouTube video or podcast episode will be about but also about, for example, your next webinar or your ad strategy or what your next offer will look like and maybe better ways to even serve your clients and improve your customer support. You can have these brainstorming sessions for pretty much anything. Now, maybe you had some of these sessions or meetings with your team before, either in your full-time job or by yourself or in your business. And I got to tell you, unfortunately, a lot of times these brainstorm sessions are not very productive. At least that's what it felt like for me until recently when I did them by myself. But then I had two of these meetings within, I think, one week with some of my coworkers and my full-time job that I still have. And then it was almost like a light bulb that went on. That's how it's supposed to be done. And honestly, after these two meetings were over, I kept thinking about it a lot. And I was wondering, why were those two meetings so different compared to what I did in the past and what other people do in their business? And after yeah, thinking about it for a few days, I narrowed it down to three things that we did differently that turned these sessions into a success and why it was so much better than all my other attempts in the past. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not an expert at running meetings or anything. There are a lot of people out there that know way more about this topic than I do. But I think those three tips or adjustments, whatever you want to call it, made a really big difference for me. And I'm pretty sure they will increase your productivity, your creativity, and also your efficiency in your meetings as well. So the first differentiator that I found was the fact that these specific and successful brainstorm sessions was the fact that we had a lot of different people in the room from all sorts of departments. There were people from organic marketing, there were people from advertising, 
Then we had our videographer in there. We had our email and blog team in the meeting. Our graphic designer was even there. All sorts of people who usually work together in some form, but they never sit in the same room or in our case, a virtual Zoom room. They never sit in the same room together all at once. And this brought such a massive variety of inputs to the table. Now, the brainstorming session in this particular case were about a YouTube ads concept for one of our new projects. So even people who never had anything to do with videos or advertising really had a chance to chime in and give their feedback and share their ideas. Back when I was in university, that's almost like 10 years ago now, my professor always encouraged us to involve people in our creative processes who have nothing to do with the projects or tasks at all. So when we were to decide, for example, on a topic for our bachelor's thesis, his suggestion was to bring our parents, our friends, our siblings, maybe even our spouse, gather them all around your kitchen table, buy a few bottles of wines and give them a broad overview of the task at hand and have them express their opinions. That way you get so many different inputs and insights from people who usually never talk about these topics, who maybe don't even have a single clue about your project or your business, and who can come to the table with a blank canvas, with a clean slate, with no bias whatsoever. And the mistake that I made in the past, and I think that's something a lot of solopreneurs struggle with and do as well, is to allocate some time to brainstorm by myself. You see, yes, we know our business and our projects best. Like, there's no question. But no matter what we do, we have an idea of the end result the second we start thinking about something. In this example with my coworkers, the second I thought about this project, this YouTube ads concept, I had an idea in my mind of what this ad could look like. So what will be the outcome if I brainstorm about this by myself? Most likely I will always come back to my initial idea because that's what everyone tells you, right? Everyone tells you to listen to your gut, listen to your first thought that comes to your mind. And while this is good advice for general in life, if you want to have a successful brainstorm session, Having this bias and having these like preconceived notions, they leave no room for creativity in the process. And that leads me directly into the second learning from these brainstorm sessions. Keep the leash as loose as possible. What do I mean by that? As I just mentioned, the facilitator of the meeting or yourself, if you have that meeting by yourself, or when you work in a bigger company, the upper management, most of the time, they already have an idea of what the end result of this meeting should look like. The problem with it is that it creates a somewhat tight frame for the people in the meeting to work in. They will always be limited by the initial direction and the initial frame that you as the facilitator or yourself, and if you have that meeting by yourself or the upper management, provide it. And that way, this session won't be a real... We call it throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks meeting anymore. People in this meeting will select and filter their ideas based on the frame you provided. But think about it. What if one of the greatest ideas of all time gets stuck in that filter because that person who had the idea thought it wouldn't fit into that frame? That would suck big time, right? And that's why it is so important, as I mentioned before, to provide a brief and general overview of the project, but keep your ideas 
you as the facilitator or the business owner, or the ideas that come from management, keep them to yourself initially and throw them into the ring during the session as a contribution to the meeting, but don't use them as a frame for the session that you try to fit everyone in. The last thing that I noticed, which is not really a must, but it definitely helps, is to come to the meeting prepared. So everything we just talked about, giving the members of your team or whoever participates in that session, a brief overview of the project and the expected outcome of this brainstorm ahead of time. You have to know that some people don't really work well under pressure or if the attention is on one of them, right? And there is nothing wrong with that. Like we need those people as well who are working behind the spotlights and not in the spotlight. They work better when they are by themselves, have time to really think about the topic and come up with some great ideas, but they just need a little more time. And once it's time for the meeting, they have some ideas ready, written down on a notepad or in a Google Doc and are ready to chime in with their input. This also really helps avoiding this awkward silence when nobody can come up with the initial idea. Like if you were in a meeting before where it's people are supposed to come up with ideas, sometimes it really just takes one idea or even just a glimpse of an idea. And from there, a great and fruitful conversation develops. So it helps to give your team some time to prepare for these meetings. With that being said, The major part of the brainstorm should still happen in the meeting. It's not about everyone coming to the meeting with fully developed ideas. Like they only need a glimpse of an idea that can then be developed inside of the group, inside of this meeting. So those were my three big learnings I took from these super successful brainstorm sessions that I will also implement in my business. Always involve multiple people from different parts of your business who maybe aren't necessarily super closely involved. Maybe even pay your contractors for an hour to sit in. Maybe involve your parents or your siblings or your spouse in these brainstorming sessions. Number two is let ideas happen inside of the meeting and don't contain the creativity by coming in with a bias or some sort of filter or a frame, what we just talked about. Throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks is an amazing concept. Like Russell Brunson talks about this all the time when he creates his offers. He brings his whole team together in a room and they just throw stuff at the wall. They come up with the craziest ideas. And that also means that there aren't any bad ideas. And you should probably make this clear at the beginning of the meeting as well if you are the facilitator of it. You know, some people maybe aren't as confident and think to themselves, this idea is not even worth mentioning it or that's too crazy to even bring it up. But you should encourage them to still throw them out there. Even crazy stuff. Like for this video concept brainstorm that I just talked about, I suggested blowing up some stuff or even hiring a crew of like super expensive actors to act out some video ad. Stuff that is really out there. You can always eliminate them later. but. In these brainstorm sessions to make them really fruitful, really successful, and really let the creativity flow, you need to allow every single idea, no matter how crazy it is. And lastly, give your team and the collaborators in this meeting a heads up with maybe a brief overview of the brainstorm and the expected outcome of it. And give it to them ahead of time. So give them a little bit of time before the meeting to actually prepare for it come up with ideas, think about it, and then bring them to the table. 
I'm really excited about this and to implement this with my team and my clients that I work with in Ascendus Digital, my digital marketing agency for health coaches moving forward. Now, speaking of Ascendus Digital, I never brought that up here on the podcast, but I'm currently accepting applications again for three more clients who want to grow their email lists and scale their businesses with their dream clients until the end of the year. So if you are a health and wellness expert or you have your own online course or coaching program and you're already averaging 8 to 10k per month with your online business and you know that advertising on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube is the next step in your business to scale it even further. But you don't want to give up complete control over that side of your business and want to be involved in what happens with your money. That's exactly what I want to help you with. You see, the big problem with outsourcing your advertising is the missing transparency and then also missing results. If you're scared to hand over your ad accounts or you tried running ads yourself and maybe didn't get the results that you expected or they didn't work out that great or you even ran into issues like your accounts were restricted or your ads were rejected, then we should definitely hop on a call and maybe chat about how we can help you overcome these problems to get your business past the $10,000 a month mark and scale your offers even further. So if you want to learn more about Ascendus Digital, the agency, and apply, head over to ascendusdigital.com forward slash apply now. That's ascendusdigital.com forward slash apply now. I also post a link in the show notes below so you can just click on that and find out more. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Super grateful, as always, for you tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next episode on here on the Launch into Freedom podcast.